Are you in a new setting? Yes. Interesting. Okay, it's recording. Uh, yeah, this is my grandparents' house. Okay, I figured that's where you were. I was like, I ain't never ever seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's my house now. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't even know what this painting is. But it's the only, like, clear wall space around. Um, yeah, this, this house is kind of w- weird, but... Is it like an antique house? Like, is it like yeah, like southern plantation vibe or like what? <laughs> what did you say? Southern plantation. Oh, vibe. that's what you said. Um, no, nah. I mean, um, it's just like a house where, I mean, the people that were born or living in this house were born in the twenties, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. So, um, they were the generation that grew up like in the Great Depression. So. Oh, yeah. They like, how was it? The stereotype with them is that they hoarded everything. Is that the term? Yes, because my my grandma like that. Like when I go to her house in Little Rock, I'd be like, Grandma, why you got stuff piled up on top of stuff? Like it don't make no sense. Like there's never just one of something. This no, there's like five or six of them. <laughs> you know, the minimum the minimum for them is like five. Mm-hmm. Like. There's like eight canes over here on the floor. Eight of them. Why did my granddad need eight canes? And they all look the same-ish. Hey, he was pimping. He said he had one for every day of the week and then one. Yeah, so, yeah. And it kind of rubbed off on my parents as well a little bit. You know, you've been in my house. It's like the same, like pictures everywhere. Yes. Yeah. I remember the first time I walked through like the hallway, I was like, can, can this house breathe? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it cannot. Um, yeah, it cannot. So like, I'm such, you know, I'm like a organized, what do you call it? You're a minimalist. Yeah, that type of thing. And it, it like bothers me whenever like something is unorganized. OCD, Thanks. OCD. OCD. So I literally have this, this is a big table right here. So I just claim it. Like, this is where I am 99% of the time. And, like, this is my part of the house. It has to be extremely clean. So I have to have some type of organization because everything else in this house is just, like, messy. Not messy, just too much. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I actually like their – they have a record thing, record A box. record player? A record yeah, player? Yeah, it's like OG, yeah record player and they have all these records like old like michael jackson's willie nelson's beatles my uncle's kind of like that dude back then but uh but yeah it's like man i'm like living in the 1940s 50s type of thing so it's kind of cool it's kind of cool but it's temporary it saves a lot of money um said again apartment in lubbock but um yeah uh yeah, I was out and about seeing a roommate yesterday, last night. Um, old roommate. Um, the one that reminded me of – the one that reminds you of me. Please yeah. don't tell me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that dude. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so it was kind of cool seeing him. But yeah, it's just like there's only one bar really, really open. Um, yeah, it's kind of – Kind of interesting. Definitely more Dallas trips in the future. 
But, so was, um, that, was that one bar packed last night? I, I didn't go, but, like, every time you pass it, it's just, like, the lines are just so long. And they're longer than, like, what normal lines were at Broadway, our bars last year. Mm-hmm. Like, double that. So it's like, if you don't get there by 1030, you're going to be waiting in line for a couple hours. Like, yeah, if you, if you try to go there at 11, you're going to get, you're going to get in like at one and it's not even worth it at that moment at that time. So it's like the bars were at last weekend. It's just like, I'm not going to wait an hour or two hours. Yeah. You ain't trying to pay $400. No, I am (laughs) not. (laughs) Like it is, I can live without it. Like, Your reaction when she said $100 per person, she said, <laughs> I was like, I'm out. Like, nah, you don't even deserve a response to that. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that, that's a, one of those money buys things type of things. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, all right, let's so talk podcast, episode 80. Um, whatever. Uh, first things first, did you get the Travis Scott burger? Uh, no, Cactus Jack hasn't sent me yet. Uh, he hasn't sent you yet? Dang. Have you? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't even like McDonald's. You I'm not McDonald's? gonna, Travis Scott's not gonna get me to go to McDonald's. No. Um, but I just love all the videos of people just like, you know why I'm here. And then they just like play sicko mode really loud. Um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, let's see, real quick. I've been seeing this tweet kind of surfacing around. And it's that, it's that basketball player. His name is Mikey. Um, oh, like one of the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm over him. I'm over him. Why him? He's just too much. Like, I respect his dedication, his grind. But, like, it's almost coming off as force. Yeah. Talking about. I ain't, I ain't gonna go to the prom. I'm gonna live it up whenever I'm I, I'm making all that stuff. I'm like, bro, you overthinking prom? It's prom. We're, but we were kind of like that in high school too, like a little bit like that. Like I understand. It's a high school kid. Like I I I understand. But you know, in high school, we we're all like, yeah, we're gonna work hard, we're, and we're gonna be millionaires in our 30s. You know. Okay, yes, but whenever you go on an interview, you're like, I ain't going to prom. I'm going to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, nobody really cares. Like, ain't nobody going to be like, dang, Mikey wasn't at the prom. Like, Twitter ain't going to be like, oh. I mean, all the uh, – I bet all the 16-year-olds were like, oh, my God, that's cool, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I think people were saying, like, it's okay if you just don't want to go to prom. Like, just say that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah that's kind of – I thought that's kind of interesting. People were just kind of roasting him. I was like, I mean, it's whatever. It just, um, it, I wouldn't care if he's just like, nah, like, that's not my thing. Because, like, I only went to homecoming one of my four years. I never really cared for homecoming. But, like, mm-hmm. the fact he's like, I'm going to go to the gym. Like, it just seemed forced. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Mike. Have you ever have you like kind of seen him around, Mikey? Like, have you? Yeah, I mean, I've seen him pop up on my my Twitter. Yeah, same. I think yeah. Someone was like, um, 
Well, no, never mind. Um, and then I, the world finds out what every like 15 year old does in high school with Brownie. Like, did you see the video of him like smoking a joint or something? Yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, it's a 15 year old in California. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing kid things, like whatever. Uh, but I don't, how did that even get surfaced? Did he post it? I think he did. I don't even know. But if he did, LeBron used to have a talk with him. Yeah, like, you know what's going to happen if you, like, post that. Yeah. Um, no. He'd be getting uh, – he's not in the bubble right now, but he'd be getting a call from If I was his dad, uh, he'd be getting a call from me. We'd be having a talk. I mean, honestly, I feel like those kids are, like, acting up a little bit more just because he's not around. Mm-hmm. Like – He's been – yeah, I mean, if your dad's always been around and he's gone for, like, three months, of course you're going to, like, do some dumb things. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's cool. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see just that generation of those players, Zaire, Wade, Bronny, and all of them. Um, what do you think of the NBA so far? We're going to talk about the Clippers. We're beating around the bush here. Talk about the Clippers if you want. Uh, <laughs> yep, it's pretty sad. I'm down with them. Done. I'm done. I've, I've done. I mean, I've been telling y'all about Paul well, George. First of all, you ain't been told me. I hate Paul George just as much as you do. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. Everybody's been hyping up Paul George, and it's just so sick. Um, Paul George has only been good for three months in the last like six years that last year where like remember like last year he was like you know Thunder were really good he was like kind of like MVP talks like I got that like he was good for that first half of last year but any time before that after that he hasn't been good since 2014 in that heat final in that heat series since he left Indiana, he has done absolutely nothing. And he wasn't even a top 10 player back then. Like, he wasn't even, like, this – I don't know who – I don't know why he's been so hyped up for so long. I don't even – he has never been a top 20 player for me, except for those three months of last year. I've never considered him a breath in my top 10 like some yeah. people, but- like shoot, I'm putting I'm putting Jimmy Butler over Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's sick. Um, People stock will have gone up this postseason without a doubt. Jimmy Butler and Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially mm-hmm. Jimmy, especially Jimmy Butler. Their team's only lost once this postseason. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say the Clippers? Um, I I will say I think this. Lost is probably the biggest upset since um, 2011. 2011, yeah. LeBron versus Mavs. Yeah. Where, like, that team was supposed to win, like, 99%. And then you lose like that. People may disagree with me. I think it's a bigger choke job than 2011. Choking-wise, yes. Failure-wise, no. But yeah, choke yeah, job- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They because, had what? Good. Because in 2011, the Heat at least lost to somebody who is a once in a generation player like Dirk. 
Mm-hmm. These guys lost to young kids that have not proved anything. Yeah. And they had that. The one thing I can say about the Heat series is it was back and forth. The Heat only had a 2-1 lead. It wasn't like they were up 3-1 or anything like that. Mm-hmm. These guys had – and they didn't finish in the fourth quarters in game four, five, and six. Close games. These guys on the Clippers had double-digit leads in game five, six, and seven and couldn't close the deal. Yeah. That's in game, crazy. In game six, they were up 20, 25 with 20 minutes to play. And the Nuggets won a fifty-six to twenty-five run. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. Um, also, what the hell was Paul George doing in that fourth quarter? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I legit during Game Six. I think, yeah, Clippers were up by like twenty at halftime, and mm-hmm. I was doing something else. I don't know what. I think I was going out or something, and then. I someone texted me saying like, "Oh wow, the Nuggets are crazy," and I was like, "What happened?" I looked up the score and they won by like 15. I was like, "What in the world?" Like I was shocked and yeah, it was a uh, yeah three straight 15 point deficits come back from. I think what Kawhi and Paul George combined for zero points in that. Jamal, Jamal Murray outscored Lou Will. Kawhi and Paul George combined in game seven. Um, I was oh my god! I was so I was kind of getting on the Kawhi train like a little bit. What? Not me. I was honestly about to start a conversation that I'm like, okay, uh, you can't no more. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there anymore. But I was about to start a conversation of Kawhi being a top. 10 top 15 player of all time i was about to yes because if they if the clippers had won what game five against the nuggets they would have matched up pretty well against the lakers and i was like they could probably beat the lakers and then beat whoever in the finals and Kawhi winning back-to-back in back-to-back championship front teams finals mvp like, that is extremely tough, you know? Like, that is a stat. So I was like – and he's got the 2014 championship, which isn't, like, that impressive, impressive. But, like, I was about to start at least minimum top 15. Is he, like, greatest one of the greatest players of all time? Um, because I honestly would put maybe him in the Wade Dirk category. If he had won, if he had won this year, okay, that's extremely impressive. That's all I'm saying. Like, man, isn't that like? Wouldn't that have been impressive? Like, okay, it would have been impressive, but I think what people overlook about Kawhi is his offensive stats have just elevated within the last two seasons. He was never that great offensively until the last two or three years. Yeah. I thought it and elevated so, every year. Well, I'm talking about, like, until we started talking about him, like, being, like, this 25-caliber player, 25-point-caliber okay. type player. Like, you know, he was averaging, like, his 17, 22, blah, blah, blah. But, like, his big leap of offensive game hasn't happened for the last – like, it just came into fruition the last two to three years. Like, mm-hmm. the dude – 
he's not going to have as many career points probably as, you know, Harden and all the other guys. And he was a starter before, you know, James Harden was and stuff like that. So, like, that's where I can understand from, like, I think he had, he won two defensive players of the year, if I, if I remember right, or one at least. And, you know, he has, he has a final MVP uh, twice, one with Toronto. But I do think he made the wrong choice by going to the Clippers. Yeah. I think, I think his free agent choices, out of all the choices he had, I think he chose the worst scenario. It was – I think he was – he got convinced because Paul George was going to go there. No. Think, you know was we, that the story? Yes. Who needs to take the heat is Steve Ballmer. You traded all those picks for Paul? Mm-hmm. The Thunder are looking nice now. Yes. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, it's, um, it's, it's crazy to believe that the team that Kawhi left – they both went out in the same game, same round. But Toronto only lost by five points. The Clippers got blown away. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I was – I mean, if Kawhi wanted to win, Chester says he would have stayed in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Because they would have rolled through, honestly, against in the East if they stood Kawhi. Because that's literally what the Raptors miss. They have everything else. They just mm-hmm. don't have that dude, you know. And Pas- Pascal Siakam played bad that Kawhi would have made up for that. Yeah. Because they only lost by five points. Yeah. Ugh, man. Um, Even, like, he had the Lakers, the Raptors, and the Clippers. And I get why he didn't want to go to the Lakers. He, he wanted to compete against LeBron, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like... Yeah, like you said, he would have been running like LeBron did for that decade in the East. That would have been Toronto. Yeah. What was the other choices besides Lakers, Clippers? Those are the three he narrowed it down to. Lakers, Clippers, Raptors. I and I don't I didn't think he was ever gonna go to L, like Lakers with Braun. I didn't think that was did you actually think that could happen? Um, no, just because I know how much Kawhi likes to compete against LeBron, even though he doesn't like to come out and say it. You can just tell that he turns into another level or another type of competitor when LeBron's across from him. That have been one of those, like, unstoppable teams. That have been I mean, kind of a KD Warrior situation. A here's, my hot, here's my hot take now, like, in my opinion, the Lakers have no excuse not to win the title this year. This is LeBron's easiest path to a title. Yeah. By far. Yeah. This is like – if he takes care of business, like, he could win. And it's crazy to me. I honestly kind of just <laughs> thought LeBron would win another championship, like, or, like, this soon. I thought he would win one, one more just out of his career. Just kind of by default, you know, one of those. And, I mean, if they win this year, I mean, they're going to be favorites next year. And then Davis is getting better. So, it's like, man, they could start a low-key dynasty <laughs> in a way. Like, yeah, um, I think yeah. I, like, go through and I look at, like, LeBron's title runs. I'm like, okay, you should have had four because you should have beat Dallas in 2011, whatever. 2015, you got unfortunate. You should have had a fourth there because of the whole, you know, Kyrie getting hurt. And Caleb got hurt in the Boston series, and so it was just him, and they took the Warriors to the six games. But now I'm like, look, everybody – I remember towards the beginning of the playoffs, everybody's like, this is LeBron's hardest path to a title because he got to go through Portland, Houston, 
Clippers, Boston, etc. Whatever. And now I'm like, all right, well, you handled Portland in five. You lost the first game, took care of your business. You did the same thing with the Rockets. The Clippers got eliminated. You have no business losing to a team with no rim protector. And then you are the heavy favorite, in my opinion, whoever comes out of the East, whether it's the Heat with the young guys that have never been there for the experience, and you have Jimmy Butler's number, or the Celtics. Like, this is – in my opinion, if they don't win this year, I don't think I – I don't know if LeBron wins another championship. <laughs> Nah, stop. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Like I'm being like. Dead don't think he can win if he doesn't win this year. You don't. No, I'm saying. Oh, I'm you're saying like if he doesn't win this year, it's like it's going to be get, harder from here. Yes, yes. Because I'm like, the Warriors come back healthy. You don't know what the Mavericks are going to do this off season. Um, you don't know what Portland's going to do this off season. Um, obviously you have the Clippers coming back, fraudulent, whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, like, it's just the Rockets are going to try to do what they do. Yeah. We don't know. Like, like, the West is, like, hard. So, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he will never win, but I'm just saying, like, this is the easiest path to get to four so we can think about five. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the West will definitely get tough. I agree with that because, like, you throw in, you know, the Mavericks going to get better mm-hmm. by default with Luka, and then Warriors will be back. And, I mean – don't, no, don't forget, the Warriors, the Warriors have a top ten pick. Yeah, number two pick. Yeah, yeah. Top um, two pick, yeah. And how uh, was it? I don't know about that great, but the Timberwolves, I mean, they're kind of interesting. Like, what, they got Russell and uh, Kat. Don't they have, like, a third pick or something? They have the first pick, actually. Yeah, the first pick. I know. You, you never know. Um, but I was going to say, yeah, heavy favorite. It just seems like the Lakers are just far out the better team. It just feels like it's almost – it almost feels too easy. But I'm like, man, this narrative changed. Because, like, a couple weeks ago, everyone's like, oh, the Blazers, Damian could beat them. And then five games. Harden could beat them five games. It's just like – yeah, and, like, I was on that tandem towards the beginning of the season. I was like, how are you going to be able to beat AD and LeBron four t- four times? And then, like, they started struggling right as, like, the bubble started. And, like, even right – they lost that last game in the NBA season, the actual NBA season, to Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And here's the thing. We do this every year. This just show like, this just shows LeBron's greatness. And, like, the whole East is easy narrative – the thing about it, he just makes – he's so dominant that he makes it look easy. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, if he – if they, like, sweep the Nuggets in, or four and five, it's just like, man, it's, what else? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's so crazy. But the Clippers – how oh, was it? The heavy favorite. The thing about the Clippers, this was their year. Like this, if they were going to win any year, it was this year because they, you know, they don't have any fans. So like that doesn't really like affect them. And you know, the whole, if they played the Lakers, it would have been like seven home games for the Lakers, basically. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to have to deal with that next year. So it's like, this was the, the year. 
that's why I was like so surprised. Their death was great, but didn't show up. So yeah, did you hear excuses? What? Did you hear the excuses after Game Seven? Yeah, especially Paul George. Like chemistry wise, I was like, damn, like you're saying y'all like championship or bust. Like, come on, man, you can't, <laughs> you can't be doing that. And then the report that they couldn't play more than three minutes because they were so gassed in the fourth. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> Boo hoo! <laughs> what do you think the Nuggets are doing? Um, yeah, that was a weird report. Who cares? Uh, but I saw, I did see uh, Stephen A. Smith try to compare uh, Paul George to being the second coming of Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. You see that? Mm-hmm. I was like, no. Dwight Howard is extremely better. Time. I was like, I'm a Dwight, like, I defend Dwight Howard because people forget his run. And so, it's all, yeah, it was nice. Did you see the Laker game last night? Yes. It was great seeing Dwight Howard just go crazy. I was like, man, this is nice. <laughs> like, um, But, yeah, I was like, y'all are not going to compare Paul George to Dwight Howard. Don't, don't do that. Um, but uh, would I saw that comment where I didn't know what to think about it, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, Draymond saying like the 2015 Warriors were like the toughest, or like the what the did you say? Like the 2015 championship was the hardest one. Hardest one. What did you think about that? I didn't have a problem with. It. I think it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even though I think. If the Cavs would have had a healthy squad, they wouldn't have that championship. Mm-hmm. But I see a lie there, especially like your first championship is always the hardest because you got to teach yourself how to win. Yeah. I mean, I would – and it's definitely harder than like 2017 and 18. So, I guess by default, it's like that. Um, let's see. This, what's wrong with the Celtics? <laughs> two straight, they're like the new Clippers. Uh, what, two straight double-digit deficits or double-digit leads and then loss? I think number one, Marcus Smart is too, shooting too much. Yeah. One. Yeah. Them. yeah. Um, I'm just a believer in the playoffs. There are just bad matchups for you. Yeah. Like in 2011 – the Mavericks were very hot, and they were a bad matchup for the Heat. They could drain threes. Nobody could really stop Dirk. It was just a very bad matchup for them. Mm. I think the Heat are a bad matchup for the Celtics mm. because you have decent wing defenders. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's great. Um, Jay Crowder, Jalen Brown, he's inconsistent still. Uh, this is one thing I will still say about him. He's not yeah. as consistent. He's not as consistent as Jay, uh, Jason Tatum is overall. Yeah. Also, I questioned Jason Tatum's shot selection at the end of game one when he shoots a fadeaway 30-footer instead of trying to drive to the basket with the game oh, yeah. before he goes into overtime. And then he gets that game one block was ridiculous. Yeah, that was. It reminded me, I thought it was – it reminded me of, like, the Tatum on LeBron dunk. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, like, the – 
most last second block ever. You literally were just stop like covering the goal. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Heat are just amazing. They're just they're so yeah. cool. <laughs> they're like they can do anything. I'll, yeah. What? I love like the team assembly. Like Hero and Duncan. You know, you got Jimmy, Jay Crowder, and Bam's really good. Like they just have. Remember how I say like sometimes like teams with above average pieces just like somehow are great. That's just them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bam is so cool. I don't. He is definitely unique. Of just he is like the future. Like he is the center of like the future. Like uh, being able to get a rebound. I mean, that's always been a thing. But dribbling up the court, being the ball facilitator. Yeah, um, I was somebody was thinking, or uh, was it Bam? Bam Adebayo is, I think, because like his shooting is getting better, and apparently yeah. he's like trying to get a three point shot. I'm like, wow, that's gonna be different. Um, but then I was like, is Bam gonna be like? Because like Bam and Giannis are kind of like similar-ish in a way where, like, they're just lanky, tall dudes that can, like, get rebounds. But is Bam going to be, like, Giannis with a three-point shot in a way? <laughs> like, um... I think, and don't grill me for this, obviously he didn't have the three-point shot, but he had a nice mid-range game. I think Bam could turn possibly more into, like, a Keem Elijah Keem? Well, Interesting. It, yeah, the po- he, he can he can develop the post moves. He's got decent footwork. I think he can yeah. and he can be versatile from the outside. So that's just my thought. It just seems like he has all the tools. <laughs> like yeah. he is. I'm just yeah. It's like a little bit like man, this guy could has extreme potential because he's mm-hmm. just passing it everywhere, shooting. Yeah, when they say his shot's getting better every year, I was like, ooh, that's going to be different. Well, because like, it was crazy because sometimes he would just get the rebound and like the guards would just rob the court because I let him control the ball. And I was like, when do we ever let centers just dribble the ball up the court? Yeah. Yeah, so I saw – yeah, I saw there – there's this play where Bam got the rebound, dribbled up the court. I think Dragic, Dragic was posting up somebody. And then Bam, like, bounced past it to him. And then Dragic posted the, the guy up, scored. I was like, what in the world is going on? We have centers passing it into the point, into the post to a point guard. Like, I was just like, this is weird. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, man, is Bam what we thought Giannis was going to be? <laughs> like, with the shot-wise? Um, uh, what did you think of the MVP voting since he brought up Giannis? It was, it was okay. I was kind of surprised if Luca got fourth. I was like, I kind of just said that just for fun, like, oh, top five. I was like, wow, he actually got fourth in voting. Um, it's whatever. I mean, MVP. Man, it just looks horrible. When you win the MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year and you're a second-round exit, Man, that is – I mean, that's what I was saying. I was like, man, if you win back-to-back MVPs and you don't make the finals, 
There's gonna be questions. Ugh. Um, when is Giannis gonna learn to shoot? When? We've been we've been saying this for years. Free throws. It's been the same. When Ben Simmons learns how to shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's like Giannis is more like I've been seeing these comparisons too. Uh, like Giannis is more of a Shaq than like a LeBron or MJ type of thing. You know, like Giannis is a center. He's like a what do you call it? He's limited on things. You know, he's not. You kind of want to say like he's more of a Shaq big man type of player yeah. than more of a wing guard LeBron MJ where everybody's trying to push him towards. He functions better with like his back to the basket than like, you know, just going straight up against somebody pulling yeah. up. Maybe instead of just learning how to shoot, which he's failed at for the last three years, learn how to just get even better post move wise, you know, maybe you should just go the other way. Just get, you know, 30 point, 25 rebounds every game, you know? So, uh, it's just, uh, something needs to change. Um, I saw with like, I don't know if it was true or not, but like Giannis was very like, um, very adamant about staying in Milwaukee. And I was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, this is, this is going to be like if LeBron had stayed in Cleveland that first year mm-hmm. and just stayed there, hopefully win a championship. This is going to be like what? It's going to be like that. Um, Chris Middleton is not going to get it done. Like, he's not going to get it done. People keep trying to hype him up. I tried, I try to think he's a good player, but I just can't. I just can't. He's not that good. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Giannis? I Giannis Yes, Giannis and Devin Booker need to leave their situation. Mm. Point blank. Um but with Giannis specifically. I'm like do I get like Shaq vibes? Do I get Magic Johnson vibes? Like, I don't know what to like feel about him. And like, you want to say you're the best player in the world, but you can't shoot a three or and you air ball free throws. Yeah. Yeah. His shot is horrible. <laughs> like it's horrible. <laughs> and like, like in the playoffs, you know, defenses like collapse more to the paint. So he has less room to operate than in the regular season. So it's like, Dog, they're begging you to shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they'll live with it. Um, but, like, don't you agree, like, the last three years, people are like, oh, Giannis is going to be unstoppable if he gets a shot. And it's just not going to happen. This is not. And the question is, where it at, though? Yeah. So it's just like, let's just not ask that question ever again. He's not going to have a shot. He's not. Because I remember, like, the whole, like, well, remember, like, in the – San Antonio series with the Heat, like they were backing off LeBron and making him shoot. And it's like, well, now if you do that, he's he's built a strap, so like he's yeah. ready. <laughs> he adjusted. But that's the thing about Giannis. He doesn't adjust. It's not that hard to shoot. He's one dimensional. Why, like, it's just take us something to like the next three months. I would say even. 
stop working on your post games and all that. Learn, learn how to shoot more. Like if you're, if you shoot more, or if you learn how to shoot and that takes away from your like, you know, post moves and all that, then live with it because that's not the game anymore. So yeah, if that, if that side of you weakens, then that's okay. Like you got to shoot. And especially well, option number one, what? I would even take it like a step further and be like, you know, if the more you're making shots as a defender, I got to step up closer to you. So now you have the option to drive by me, pump fake and drive by me. So it's not going to go away. If you start making shots, it'll just make it easier for you to get layup and dunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you brought up LeBron. Man, he adjusted crazy. Remember, I think a couple summers ago, like – he was in that that gym in New York, and they were showing highlights of him just like launching threes like at half court and like Steph Curry range. I was like, oh, he's he's adjusting, because <laughs> um, he was never like that at Miami or like even the second Cleveland stint. He was never like tw- okay. I would say like the last season in Cleveland when he didn't have Kyrie, that was where I think he started. I was like, all right, I need to learn how to shoot. Um, but yeah, Giannis. It is frustrating. It is frustrating. Um, ugh, it's nasty. <laughs> that team is just nasty. Wes Matthews? Why is Wes Matthews starting? <laughs> He's clumsy. Yeah. Chris Middleton. Brooke, okay, Brooke Lopez. Why? Like, he always, like, pops up in the playoffs. Like, Brooke Lopez does not need to be the second-best player on your team. <laughs> it does not need to happen. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad the Giannis hype is kind of going to die a little bit. Um, remember when, like, Giannis, like, crowned himself? Oh, my God. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, yeah, I loved it. I was like, but you better back it up. So, I was like, yeah, I – I was like, okay, I'm down for a Giannis LeBron finals, but nope. Um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Uh, but let's. If see. you were, if you were to ever think at the beginning of the season that we'd be aiming, not nothing's guaranteed. Things can happen. We're aiming towards a Laker Miami Heat final. What would you say? Uh, wait, at the beginning of the year? Yes. That would have been. Crazy, especially the heat side. Because um, there is like, yeah, there's still a bunch of questions about Butler and all that. Um, um, Butler, because they were fun last year. They were kind of like this way last year and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just taking up the top. Bam, like Bam's emergence, along with Butler as well. Um, yeah, because Bam even got like an all-star, all-star, uh, game situation. Um, yeah, definitely crazy. It would, Lakers heat would be funny because like it'd be, gets his former team, Mm -hmm. LeBron's former team. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Lakers heat. I saw a weird stat the other day, or not like stat, it just like popped up. It was like. The last time the Chicago Bulls made the playoffs was with Jimmy Butler. The last time the T-Wolves made the playoffs was with Jimmy Butler. The best uh, playoff run of the decade for the Philadelphia 76ers was with Jimmy Butler. 
and now Miami's relevance is here since LeBron left is because of Jimmy Butler. It was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is a – he's one of those guys where I don't know what to, like, rank him because his stats aren't, like, out of this world or anything. Like, I was looking up his stats, and it's like he scores – he's a 20, 20 points, six rebounds, six assists. That's not, like, crazy. That's not, like, top ten material. But, like, he has that power with him. Yeah, he's one of those, like, he's not a stats dude type of thing. It's just, like, his presence alone elevates. So, because I was like, is Jimmy Butler a top ten player? I don't think so. It's weird, you know? <laughs> like, um, and especially this, like, speaks a lot to the team as well. Because the team is just great from 1 to 12. So I think that speaks a lot to it. To um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like in game one, Goran Dragic had like a 30-piece. Yeah. Game, like, it's, it's like a different dude every night for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so like I was like trying to bring Jimmy Butler. I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's in the 20s. I don't it's weird. Uh, I mean, would you consider him a top 10 player? If they made the finals, would you be like, oh, he's a top 10 player in the NBA? No. No, because this is his first playoff. <laughs> like, yeah, so. His first deep playoff run. Excuse me. But you know people are going to say that, though. Like, that's the thing. It's just like we don't hear about quite every summer. There's something new for about the NBA. Every summer. It, like, it reminds me of uh, – when they were trying to like say Steph Curry's the best player in the NBA, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016 era, I was like, yeah, he's great. I wouldn't say best player, but like, remember, it was like Steph over LeBron for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, Steph's got a whole squad, like one through 12 type of thing. I mean, he's a top five for sure, but yeah, so yeah, this just speaks of volumes to the just depth on that team. Um, Jamal Murray. I'm trying to rank him, but his stats aren't crazy, crazy. Um, I'll be very intrigued to see what he does next year, like if he can keep this up. Um, yeah, so if like yeah, if he can keep up on a regular season basis. Um, yeah, so we shall see. Um, you got anything? No, I'm done with the NBA. Oh, was that pass interference? No. <laughs> and I didn't like how they called it at the end of the game. You know, like, if it was obvious, like, you know, you know me. Like, or I guess everyone's like this. Like, don't let the ref call the game, mm-hmm. decide the game at the end, unless it's, like, an obvious situation. Like, that wasn't even, like, normal. That was just normal. That was normal hand fighting. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, what that would put us like in field goal position? Oh yes, that would put us like inside the twenty. Yeah, it was a forty-seven yard completion. What uh, were we down by three? Yes, and we were trying okay. to drive the tie. Mm. I think we. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was. Was it a interference to you? <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Ramsey sold that call. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely was acting 
But yeah, it, it was weird having NFL games. Definitely weird. Um, it's like very normal to see. But uh, oh, you you gonna have a, a Dallas Stars watching party? No, no watching parties. I don't even know where they are. Uh, I'll keep up. I'll watch. I should watch. Yeah, I I can I only know one guy on the team, Seguin. Seguin. Tyler Seguin. Seguin. Tyler Seguin. No, it, it can't. That's not how they say his last name. Seguin. Seguin. I feel like it's like Seguin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tyler Seguin. Such an old school. I I know more past stars players than now. I know Marty Turco, Mike Madonna. Wait, Houston doesn't have a hockey team. No, we don't care about hockey down here. We don't care about hockey either. But um, <laughs> so who do you? Okay, so are y'all like default Dallas Stars fans? I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. By default. Do you do you like? Let's see. Do do your Houston people actually talk about the Dallas Stars? Mm-hmm. Really? I people, okay. I have people like on my Facebook that be like, "The Stars are in the finals." Okay. Yeah, I never thought about that. I guess that's like a. I guess you know Houston people were Cowboys fans before the Texans. Yeah. You know. Ah. Yeah, y'all should get a hockey team. Uh, we, we had a minor league hockey team here whenever I was a kid, and you see it's gone now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dallas kind of struggled with that, too. We didn't have enough fans for a little bit. But um, yeah, I got all when, the, what? Yeah, I got all the fans now. Yeah. Remember when Max Kellerman was like, yeah, hockey's not a major sport anymore. I was like, yes, Max. <laughs> um yeah, uh, hockey. Who are we playing? The Islanders. I think Tampa Bay, the Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning. That's right, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, does New York have two hockey teams? Yeah, the Islanders and the uh, Rangers. The Rangers, yeah. Rangers are like the team. I was like, who are the Islanders? Um, yeah, hockey. Um, have you been to a hockey game ever? Uh, that preseason game that we went to in like 2015. That's right. Uh, yeah, you went to. I didn't oh, yeah. I don't uh, yeah. Yeah, I regret uh, What? I regret going because hockey is so <laughs> Weren't you like fifth wheeling? Yes. Yes. Because I remember the picture that y'all took a picture of something, and it was like, you know, two date couples. And there was just you in the middle. And I was yep. like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, do you remember that you third wheeled at a color run? Oh, man. <laughs> that was to to this date. That was the dumb, that, that was the dumbest one hundred and five dollars that I spent. You really did that. A color I run. I won't talk about it. <laughs> Uh, $105. My gosh. Nah. How long did y'all run? 
It wasn't. It wasn't a color run. It was like a rave. Oh. It was a color like rave. Like EDM thing. Yes. Interesting. I guess I'm just saying name. Trey was Trey into EDM. I don't know what that boy was into. I know Trey's date was not in EDM. (laughs) (laughs) So like, maybe Trey thought it was a cool idea. Yeah, no, it was it was a top five worst idea. Yeah, thinking back to that, I was like, yeah, Trey's date was definitely not into that. So I was like, why does she go? I guess just because of him. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah. Never again. I don't want to go to no, no color radio. <laughs> yeah, you should go again just to see what it's like. See any differences? Nah. You, you going to spare me the 105? I don't think so. Dang. Um, let's see. What else? Um, okay, uh, I guess last thing. I'm kind of tired. But uh, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Uh, making bacon eggs. No, nah, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna get some barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Well, that's uh, what is it? Let's see. What's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? Uh, was it? Oh, wait, this thing. What do you think of the? Do you know anything about Ginsburg? Yes, she passed away yesterday. Yeah, but like her life. No. Okay. Because I've that's all I've seen. Like, oh, this woman was like a led, which I'm sure she did. Like, led things and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I was like, did everybody find like start being an expert about her all of a sudden? I was like, wait, I'd like. But yeah, RP, rest in peace. Yeah, like I knew like she did, you know, good things for this country. And I know now there's going to be a whole like, mm-hmm. just like 2016 turmoil whenever like they didn't let Barack Obama put another Supreme Court nominee in until after the election was over. And now we have the, like, it's a whole mess. Yeah. Like, I think to our generation, she was, to our generation, ignorant generation, she was, uh, the justice that was like hanging on, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, cause like she's just so old and they're just, um, yeah, I know the like Democratic Party were very just like, just, just hold on till 2020 or 2024 or something. Um, it's really interesting because, okay, the thing about the Supreme Court justice situation is like I've always been a little hesitant about having the justice be like more than five four, mm-hmm. but like divided. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it's six three divided, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of not. I mean, not scary or anything, but just like too one sided. Mm-hmm. No one talks about it though, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with the Supreme Court, they're in there for life. Yeah. It's such a huge thing, honestly. And, like, I'm a believer in, like, we should have the right to vote for these Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's almost as important 
maybe as like president. And I might make the arguments <laughs> more important than the president. Yeah. Because they control whether things are unconstitutional or constitutional. Big bills come to them every single day. I think it's, in my opinion, it's the most vital position we have in our government, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because um, I remember, yeah, I remember in 2016, I remember it was 5-4 Democrat, and I was like, it will be interesting if Clinton wins because she would get another, I think someone from Republican side was ending and it would have been a Democrat 6-3 Supreme Court sided. I just think that's just like tough. You know, I would perfectly be fine with the system. Like, I don't know if I'd say perfectly fine. If it was like more like, you know, whoever wins the presidency, they get the, you know, like one upper hand, like they get the five Supreme Courts to the four, you know, like something like that. Instead of like, you're in there for life until you either die or retire. Like, that's a lot. Seriously. I mean, it's like a... Let's imagine, let's say, because like what, Trump's already put in two people? uh, This would be, I think this would be his second. I think think it's actually two. uh, He put in one in 2017. And then 2018 was Kavanaugh situation. Yeah, so this would be his third. So if, let's say if, I don't think it will, but if he passes this one before the election, that's three justices. In his first term. In his four years. <laughs> like, But it's all like kind of a luck situation. Exactly. So that's why I'm kind of like, I don't want these situations to be based off luck. Like, I don't want human politics based off luck. So, life, life or death be like you know this person just happened to die this day yeah so that, that is interesting maybe having so i just yeah i just feel like there needs to be some type of guidelines for the justice supreme court nomination system like maybe something where each president gets each term is one nomination yeah or i was also looking up like the things that are coming up to be voted on like I saw right after the election, Obamacare is being voted on. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we have, like, big stuff coming up to, like, be voted on. So, it's just interesting. I just feel like there needs to be term limits for everybody in our branch of the government. I feel like yeah, being a politician is a servant job, and I feel like everybody needs a time expire. Because, like, Ginsburg was in there for, like, 30, 40 years. Like, Clarence Thomas, he's the only black guy up there, the black Republican like he's been there for forever too. Like all these guys stay there for forever, and I'm just like, no. Like we need yeah. new ideas. We need newer minds. You know, like we just need that. Yeah, for life is crazy. But yeah, that's something I've always like been confused on. Like why no one really talks about that. Like that's it's interesting. So uh, you were saying something about uh, 2016. They this is like a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Who did somebody step down or pass away before the 2016 election? Um, I think somebody stepped down, if I remember right. I'm not exactly sure, but they wouldn't let uh, President Obama elect who he wanted to elect because they kept putting it off until the election. And then Trump got in and Trump put in. How like, long was it, or how 
before the election, was it? Like, it what, was did really, it happen like it was, three months before? No, it was like six months. Oh. Something like that. Like, it wasn't as close as this one, that's for sure. Why didn't they do anything? Six months. Because they, they wanted to hold off until the election. Why? Because if Trump got in, they could put in a Republican nominee. Oh, I meant like, why didn't the Democrats push? They did. They just didn't have the majority. Do the Republicans right now have the majority? No. Yeah. Oh. Wait, majority of what? It is, they own right now, I think they are the, the branch that votes for the... the oh, Supreme Court like Senate, House? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever Mitch McConnell's in, they have the majority of that, which I think is the House. Okay. Something like that. But whatever Mitch McConnell's in, whether he's in the Senate or the House, I don't remember at the current moment, that's who votes. Okay. Yeah, because it's always a pattern, honestly. Like, like if, let's say Trump gets reelected, he'll be what you call a lame duck those next, the last two years. It's all, that always happens. It's just politics patterns. Um, yeah, so, and there's such a strategy with that justice system. Like, I, there's a couple where I noticed where, like, they, they stepped down two years before the election and, like, they just kind of renewed the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. We'll see. Uh, do you see the room or like the the idea of Joe Rogan moderating a debate? Yeah, I did see that. He also had a, like an incident this week. I guess I saw him apologize on Twitter for like misspeaking about something. Yeah. Joe Rogan, whenever he kind of like is involved in politics or like the news, they try to make him look bad. You know mm-hmm. how that works, kind of smear mm-hmm. campaigns. Um, but man, if they let Joe Rogan moderate, or even I mean, I know they even asked, um, they didn't ask, but another idea popped up Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan and Charlemagne, the reason why I like like those people is because they're very non-biased in their questions. Like they, they take their personal biases out when they're asking questions to certain people, you know? And people just don't really do that anymore. And so it would be very interesting if that if they had those people debate with those type of moderators. Because mm-hmm. those moderators moderators ask what the people want. You know, they don't like beat around the bush or anything so um would you be down for that heck yeah let me get in there i I can auto put my personal biases aside let let me in there and let me ask questions that's what i do for a living yeah it's uh that that would be great for the country to see um let's see you said about cardi being offsets Divorce? No. No, you're not sad? <laughs> no. Do you see it coming? Uh, let's see. My, my take on it is Cardi B can find another Offset, but Offset can never find another Cardi B. Mm. It, it was just a mess from the start. 
I mean, I think Offset proposed like eight months in. So, and they're, yeah, they're all like in their middle of their careers. Um, let's see, do you got anything? Do you want to vent? No, I'm living. I'm living good right now. I ain't got nothing to complain about. It's cool, cool. Um, all right, I just wrap it up a little bit. Uh, got song of the week or shoutouts? Shout out. Uh, Uno Minimalista, the new Uno version, the dark version. What's, what'd you say? <laughs> it's called, Uno, say that again. It's called Uno Minimalista. Minimalista. Yes. What is that? Like what? What's so, minimalist? Yeah, thing? so like they made it like dark and like you know how like the old Uno cards are like very bright and like out there like, yeah these ones are sleek and dark and like mysterious okay so so shout out to my girl for buying it for me it just came in the mail ah. today um interesting hmm. let's see uh shout out pinsky they're making me work on thanksgiving <laughs> dang what <laughs> trash <laughs> just bring your plate yeah, that's what i'm doing i'm just gonna <laughs> How many hours? Eight like hours. a normal day? Six to two. Dang. Six to two. Oh, I mean, not horrible. But at least it's not all day. Yes, yeah, sir. I mean, it's short, but it's, it's eight hours of work. So it ain't that bad. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to have my phone, and there won't be many customers that day. It'll be a ghost time in there. Just going to have my phone up there, and I'm just going to watch some NBA games and have my charger. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Wait, will they, will they NBA be back? No. Oh. NBA will probably be like December. Um, all right. Song of the week. I'll put Sons, Sons and Critics Freestyle by Baby Keem, the next Kendrick Lamar. He's Kendrick Lamar's cousin anyway. So I think I've told that to you. Uh, let's see. Shout out. Shout out to Joe Budden Podcast. Today was our last last episode on Spotify. Have you kind of like heard much about that? I've heard bits and pieces. Yeah, it's a mess. But they're basically ending their Spotify contract today. And they're going to be independent now. They're going to be like on YouTube only. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, all right. I think that's about it. So, all right, well, appreciate you coming through. Thank you for watching. Peace. Have a good week. I'm going to go write this paper. Peace.